0: Welcome to the He Hate Me podcast. I'm Luke Wineland Manning here with
1: Jaden
2: Holder and uh, feature Miles Madsen.
0: Yes. So today we're going to be talking about why the media hates Miles Turner and why it loves Rudy Gobert as Flight calls him. Rudy Gobert. Um, So we'll start with Rudy Gobert. Some of the topics is he plays on a way more popular team than the Pacers. I mean, the Jazz, they finished at the top of the West last year, so he gets more media exposure. Um, another part would be he gets blocks and rebounds, which look better together, whereas Miles Turner, his rebounds look lackluster, I guess. But there is a reason for that, and we'll get into that later. But also, there, like the fans love him a lot more, and there's very few trade rumors about him. He... Still plays at a smaller market, but I guess it's not as small as Indiana. Um, He's also the only big in his lineup, so he's not really competing with another big like Miles Turner uh, for for stats when it comes to defense and offense and stuff like that. And people like to talk bad about Miles Turner's offense, but Rudy Gobert only averaged like 13, yeah, he averaged 14.3 points. So it's
1: not like he's an offensive weapon either, right?
2: No, not at all. Not at all.
1: He also like... Gave a bunch of people COVID in the NBA. He was yeah. one of yeah. the
2: first people to have it. So Talk about them making jokes about COVID, and the next thing you know, let me just touch everything real quick, and then <laughs> a week later, you uh, start the coronavirus. Um, way to go, Rudy.
1: Yummy. Clap it up for him.
0: And, I mean, looking looking at the stats here, on defense, Miles Turner is better when it comes to blocks and steals.
2: Yes, I would agree with that. And also looking at the stats, Rudy Gobert entered the league in 2013 and then Miles Turner entered the league in 2015.
0: Yeah, so he's, he's younger than Rudy, and people like to bring up the rebounds, but the rebounds. But what people forget is Miles is playing on a team with DeMontis Sabonis, who averages 12 rebounds a game. If you don't think that that is taking away from his rebounds, I don't know what's wrong with you.
2: I can agree with that.
0: And also the fact that defensively, Miles stretches the floor a lot more than Rudy Gobert. Like, Miles doesn't just stay in the post. He also goes out and plays perimeter defense whenever someone's left wide open because, like, Malcolm Brogdon missed an assignment because he's special.
2: What's also pretty frustrating is how Rudy Gobert, um, he got the – didn't he get, like, Defensive Player of the Year last year or something? Or like He's won it three times. Yeah, and last year, Miles Turner had 118 total blocks. And you go over to Rudy Gobert – and I'm not sure. It says that he averaged 2.7 per game. I'm not sure how much that is, but whenever I looked at it a while ago, I know it was nowhere near as close as 118 to Miles Turner.
0: Well, and also, so here's the thing: Rudy Gobert has led the league in blocks once, and he's been five-time All Defense and three-time DPOY. Miles Turner has led the league in blocks twice, hasn't ever made an All uh, an All Defensive Team, and hasn't ever won a Defensive Player of the Year. And he's been better at perimeter defense also than Rudy Gobert. Yes. It's just been the rebounds have been the thing that kind of pushed him over the edge, but people don't put the stats into context because Rudy is the only big in that lineup who is getting rebounds. With Miles like guarding the perimeter and stuff more, it's harder for him to get those rebounds because he's the one blocking the shot or affecting it and making it miss.
1: Most definitely.
2: And then if you also look at it, um as you're mentioning in the rebounds, Rudy Gobert is 7 foot 1 and they're complaining about rebounds and Miles Turner is 6 foot 11. That may not be too big of a gap, but that can also make a huge difference especially in rebounds cuz it doesn't matter if they're the same strength or anything. That little bit of inches can make a huge difference.
0: And also, I mean on offense, Miles Turner hangs around the perimeter a lot more cuz he shoots threes whereas Rudy Gobert ah. Uh Not exactly what you would call a sharpshooter. So he has a chance to also bring in more offensive rebounds, making his total rebound number go up. Whereas Miles Turner kind of has to rely on defense mostly for his rebounds because he's on the perimeter shooting threes because that's what he's best at on offense.
2: Yeah. If you look at the field goal percentage, Miles Turner, he's 48.7, and Rudy Gobert, 64.5. But that's also because I feel like Rudy Gobert, he does not take many shots like... Outside, but Miles Turner, like you just mentioned, he's a three-point shooter. Rudy Gobert is too scared to do that, and that's why Miles Turner. It may show that his field goal percentage is lower in the career, but that doesn't really mean much because he's the one that also takes most of the shots, and he's a big impact for the Pacers. And that's why I don't understand why. A uh, ton of people in the Pacers want to get him traded. He's literally, once he was out of the game, once his injury last year, you could totally see how big of a difference he made if he wasn't in the paint blocking all those shots each game.
0: Well, and something that I think is kind of an, imp- an impressive stat, M- Miles Turner for the total blocks. so all the blocks that they have accumulated throughout the season, he was injured and he missed 20 games, and he, had, he was still like second or third in total blocks and had more blocks than guys who played, 20, 30 more games than he did. That is, that's like if Derrick Henry missed five games and still led the league in rushing yards after all the other running backs played the rest of the 17 games.
2: Yeah. I would totally agree with that one, especially.
0: So I just feel like that's kind of a mind blowing stat that nobody talks about is just how dominant miles Turner has been.
2: Yeah, and like that's what I was saying. I just don't understand why people want to get him traded. It it literally makes zero sense. He is one of the most needed players on the Pacers, and whenever he's not on the court, like I just said, it's clearly visible once he's hurt or sitting on the bench.
0: Yeah, like if if Domas is the only big on the court, our interior defense takes a huge nosedive. Like the only guys on the team who I'd say are close to him when it comes to interior defense is probably O'Shea Brissett maybe. And we'll have to see how Isaiah Jackson pans out. But in college, he was getting like two or three blocks a game. So he might be close to Miles Turner level. But not many guys, you know, replicate what Miles Turner does.
2: He was looking very good, Isaiah Jackson, uh, whenever we got him. And just speaking of the rookies, also Chris Dorte, he kind of seems like a guy who has really good defense as well, just for being a shooting guard, if I'm not mistaken.
0: He's a great perimeter defense. He averaged uh almost 3 steals a game in college and almost a block a game in college. So, yeah, he's definitely going to fit in with the defensive mindset that the Pacers are putting together with Rick Carlisle being a more defensive-minded head coach, which may make Miles Turner's stats increase even more cuz he'll be in a better defensive scheme.
2: Yeah, I could totally agree with that. Kato, what do you think? Why do you think that they favor Rudy Gobert over Miles Turner? What's like your main reason why you think they do that?
1: A lot of people say Miles Turner is, like, way too soft, which doesn't really make sense to me because, obviously, he's not going to be that much physical in the post if he keeps – if he's, like, doing perimeter defense. So, yeah,
2: that's one of the reasons. I like that reason especially. Like I just said, it literally makes no reason why people call him soft whenever he's going up for 118 blocks in a season and setting records that none other has.
0: Yeah, it's – I mean, I get, like – You have DeMontis Sabonis type tough people where they'll go in the post on offense and take like 10 elbows and the refs will just miss all of them and they'll put up a shot and make it. But Miles Turner isn't really put in situations like that. His toughness is so like he played through, uh, I think, a sprained thumb or something. like. like He'll play through injuries that the doctors allow him to play through and he'll still be tough and block shots and take uh, fouls there and just stuff like that. But for whatever reason he just had the narrative ever since he was a rookie and it's just stuck with him because people who don't actually watch the games, you know, they don't they don't see it.
2: Yeah, and um as we were uh starting to about to mention, um, I feel like whenever they na- uh televise the games, they don't give pacers like the primetime games either, which um it shows especially because Rudy Goberry is obviously one of the top known names for a center and Miles Turner really isn't. It's also because the Pacers, they don't get enough love on nationally televised games because if once—I think last year we only got two, and that was like a record for us, and everybody was super excited, but whenever they did that, the televised was always messed up, and if I'm not mistaken, Miles Turner was out of both of those games, or if not one at least. I think it was.
0: He was out in one of them. Uh, The announcers, I'm pretty sure, also on one of those nationally televised games labeled Aaron Holiday as Justin Holiday one time. Yes, they did. That that was fun.
2: Just um, embarrassing for us.
0: And I mean to be fair, it's not like we performed the best in nationally televised games, but like against the Bucks that was nationally televised and we got blown out. But so That's was the Bucks. So was when we faced the Hornets in the play in and we beat them by like thirty or forty points. the, yeah. the media was so mad about that, but we killed them.
2: Yeah, of course they were because all they want to see is the higher market teams just succeed more than the lower ones because who cares about us, right?
0: Well, Charlotte isn't a huge market, but they have LaMelo
1: Ball. They have a big name. That yeah, that's most right definitely true. adds some type of something to it.
2: And their announcer?
1: Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Greatest announcer ever. <laughs> Terry,
0: two beauties. <laughs> I, I aspire to have the energy that that commentator has. I want to know what he eats in the morning. Eggs. Just straight eggs protein raw eggs
1: raw eggs and creatine (laughs) just
2: dry Dry
0: scoops a whole thing of pre-workout
1: yes indeed not even a scoop he just like takes the whole container dumps it in his mouth i wouldn't be surprised if he came out and said that
2: just comes out one of the uh you know what i ate this morning just straight pre-workout and i didn't even work out guys (laughs) that's what what i
1: had for breakfast i had coffee mixed with like 30 scoops of total war (laughs) I was just watching them work out that day. Yes. I got the nastiest pump just watching bodybuilders lift. Mm Mm-hmm. And, of course, I had a granola bar, too.
0: You know. Oh, yeah, something, something that I didn't understand is, for whatever reason, some people will use Miles Turner's lack of offense as a reason why he isn't good on defense, which has never made any sense to me. Like, they'll say, well, Miles Turner isn't good on defense because he only averages 12 points per game. Like, what does that have to do with defense at all?
1: I Everything. Everything. <laughs> you're just not thinking about it hard enough.
0: <laughs> like, I get you want a player to be well-rounded, but sometimes you're going to have guys that are specialists. And the thing with Miles Turner is he's so good at what he specializes in that he's good enough to be in a starting lineup for really any team in this league. Most definitely. Like, if if you can name a better defensive player than miles turner other than making the argument of rudy gobert like there is none other than miles turner and Rudy gobert those that's that's the best two in the league
2: i would very well agree with that and also if you look at it the field goals attempted rudy gobert i don't know if this is true or not but it says the total he has like 579 and miles turner it says he has 432 But that you also have to take into consideration, as we're saying, that he's a shooter. But you also have to take that into consideration that he was also injured nearly half of the season. And he still comes out and he averages the most blocks in the whole entire league. That's why he easily should have got comeback player of the year, a defensive player of the year, in my eyes.
0: Yeah, he, he definitely was really, I remember for like the first, I think it was until halfway into the season, he was averaging more blocks than some teams. Yeah. Like, up until the All-Star break, I think he was averaging more blocks than the whole Pelicans team, which they have Zion, and he should probably be getting more blocks. Just oh, a thousand percent. A personal take from me, if you're going to be like 6'8", 280, you should be able to body guys in the post and block their shots a bit.
2: Yeah. Hmm.
0: So, with Miles Turner and Rudy Gobert with the fans, fans really love Rudy Gobert in Utah. Like, Except for the whole COVID thing. I was they, just they about like to bring him. that up. <laughs> <laughs> Where, whereas Pacers fans don't like Miles Turner just because his offense. And they think that that's like, even though we have like all the other guys in the lineup score close to 20 points per game consistently. You know, TJ Warren, Malcolm Brogdon, Caris Levert, DeMontis Sabonis all score 20 points a night usually. So I don't know how they think he's going to get his touches in there, but... And he he's used for what he's good at. Like he's not a guy that's gonna go out there and take a bunch of shots. He's gonna take a few threes and make them and if we need to in the clutch, he'll drain some threes to get us back into the game sometimes. So I don't know why the Pacers are the Pacers fans are expecting him to be that when that's not really his purpose.
2: It yeah. that it just really doesn't make sense. Like I don't see what the Pacers fans don't see in the guy. He gives you blocks. He gives you good three-point shots. He also has a very good uh, free throw percentage. Amazing defense. That, I mean, that's literally like all you could ask for, especially in a big center. And also, you're getting three points and shooting um, included into it, and you're still going to complain. Like, I don't understand why they're getting so mad at him whenever all he's done is nothing but help the franchise.
1: Yeah, and just like Luke brought up earlier, even if he doesn't get a bunch of touches on offense, his, stat, his defensive stats are still good enough to – get him a spot on the starting lineup yeah
0: they so.
2: speak for themselves
0: yeah and, and it's not like he's isaiah thomas where like isaiah thomas is was, short <laughs> yes he, he, he mentioned <laughs> he only scored on offense and then went on defense and basically did nothing like miles turner is great on defense and then if you need him on offense he will do stuff for you he's not a liability that's what i don't understand why they're
1: complaining about it Okay, this is like a bit off topic, but <laughs> so I was just scrolling through. I can't remember. It might have been Twitter one day, and I just saw stats for this one player. If I could remember who it is, I would most definitely say it. <laughs> it was so he was in the game for like I think about like thirty minutes, and he had all his stats were zero, like no points,
2: no oh, blocks,
0: I, no assists. I think that was like Tony Snell with the Nets. Yeah, or I the think box. that's actually
2: what it was. I'm not. I th- I think that is. I'm right.
0: But also another thing with Miles Turner, Rudy Gobert that maybe people don't think about, but it kind of plays into it, just they're not thinking about it. Rudy Gobert, who's averaging basically the same numbers as Miles Turner on offense and defense except for rebounds, and he has a lot less steals than Miles. Rudy's getting paid this year $35 million a year, and by the end of his contract, he will be being paid $46 million a year. You want to know how much Miles Turner is getting paid? 18 million dollars a year
1: it's not fair not at all especially if they're averaging around the same stats now
2: i'm a small market team
0: i i don't think that you should pay that guy third i don't think rudy should be making 35 i think rudy should be making 18 i think around 20 million dollars is the amount of money that you should probably pay for a guy like that yeah but just because rudy is paid more maybe fans think that you know that correlates into them being better it just might play into the psyche a bit.
1: Yeah, it really has to do with the markets because if you have a team who doesn't get as much views, and obviously the um the money isn't going to come in as much. So I would agree.
0: But it, it's funny because you will see Pacers fans saying that Miles Turner is overpaid. And every time I see that, I'm just like, have you seen Rudy Gobert's contract? It is one of the worst contracts I've ever seen in my life. That and probably the Bam Adebayo contract are some of the worst.
2: Yeah, and then you also look at last year, Miles Turner had eight blocks in a game against the Rockets.
0: Oh, yeah. He had eight blocks a game, like, multiple times, which he had the most eight-block games for a player, I think, last season, and if he had, I remember.
2: And then he had 17 rebounds two times against the Bucks. Defensive rebounds, he had 15 versus the Pelicans in 2016, and then the Bucks one was in 2019. And he had 31 points against the Warriors in 2016 you got to keep in mind, in 2016, that was like his youngest ages whenever he joined it because he joined the league in 2015. So that was like his second year or rookie year that he was dropping 31 points against them.
0: I mean, yeah, like if, if he's given the opportunity, he can do it. It's just people don't take into account the scheme that play, that certain teams run. Like they, they undervalue how much a coach's scheme can truly impact your stats and how much the players around you can impact your stats.
2: Yeah, and then also, even if Turner like misses a couple of blocks, um, he still like comes back down. And he also plays defense. Uh, either way, just as good. Because if he misses a block, he could swat it and miss it. But then also, he could just stand right back up and put his arms up and be taller than the person or just a better athlete overall.
0: He he can at least get up there and get a hand in someone's face to try and force a miss.
2: Yeah. He could be a distraction easily for them. That's just what his 6'11 height comes into. But then you also have Rudy Gobert with his height. It's just not as fair.
0: But also with with Miles Turner and how he's gained his reputation as like the, the uh, amazing shot blocker that he is, he also makes people think twice about driving to the hoop. So it probably just his presence being there prevents people from scoring inside.
2: Yeah, th- with him just even playing in the game... It also has to make other teams study our game plan because he's one person that's really hard to study because he can drive in and uh, be, a, uh, be a, challenge, a challenger. He can also uh, be a little quick pass out around the outside perimeter, and then he can also uh, come on defense, block it, or else he can honestly, he's a pretty elusive big that he can honestly probably play outside if he has to. Like, if somebody's outside, and also he runs the pick and roll game amazing. And that's another thing with Domas and him. Uh, Domas and Brogdon, they have like this crazy connection of just their pick and roll that they always run. Uh, Domas sets a screen pick, slide right under bounce pass uh, to S- Sabonis, and they just always succeed at that. And then Miles Turner is right there just for the rebound or putback, especially if they need them to.
0: And I mean, another thing. Um so Miles Turner, if you're watching film on him because trust me as a Pacers fan, I've gone in depth on basically like f- so much film analysis on basically every single player on this team. But Miles Turner, when he's playing defense, he has a wingspan he has a wingspan of about 74. So when you try and drive in, he can just stand straight up, put his hands right up, and you just you see that and you do not want to try and contest it cause, just because it's so imposing. And he doesn't have, like, a specific tell. Yeah. He doesn't have, like, a specific tell, and he's just got that skill where he can track the ball well, he can track a person well. Even if you pump fake 100 times under the hoop, he doesn't jump. He's very good at telling when, you know, when to time his jumps and stuff like that. It's just he's he's so difficult to try and fake out.
2: Yeah, I would 100% agree with that because he's also a a definite challenge. That's like what we were saying. They have to study the game plan, and that's why Like, if the Pacers really want to get rid of him, I just don't understand the point because if he's a person that they're making study the game plan, it's also a challenge for the other teams. And that's just – I just don't understand why anybody would want to get rid of him because – He's a person that makes them take focus off of like Sabonis, Brogdon, Justin Holiday, Karis Levert. Um, he's also a person that they're making uh them have really struggles with. Um he's taking pressure off them so that they can get more open shots.
0: And if we're trying to really kind of reform that old Pacers group with Rick Carlisle, where they were really defensive minded, he fits that perfectly. So I don't I don't understand.
2: Yeah, I hundred percent agree. <laughs> Okay, Luke, so uh, okay, Luke, so why do you think the media favors Rudy Gobert over Miles Turner?
0: Well, Rudy plays not in a bigger market, but in a place that gets more media attention. He's paid more. He gets rebounds. and doesn't really have anybody to compete with him statistically on his own team. And just the media likes him more for all those reasons. And I really hope that Miles Turner wins a defensive player of the year sometime in his career. Because if he doesn't, then all the voters should be, like, thrown away in jail
1: or
2: something.
1: He most definitely will win one.
2: If he doesn't? I will
1: cry. Yes, I will cry. Very
2: loudly. In front of my parents.
0: In front of my grandma. Yes. In front of your grandma.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And she will feel pain and agony. Okay. (laughs) 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 <laughs> 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 All right, so Caden, why do you think the media favors Rudy Gobert over Miles Turner? So I'm gonna kind
1: of piggyback off of what Luke said. So yeah, Rudy Gobert, not he doesn't necessarily play in a big market like say the Lakers or teams like that, but Here. he plays in a big enough market where he gets that just where he gets just a little bit more media attention over uh, Miles Turner, and I guess that makes people think that he's the greatest player of all time. I can 100% agree with that. So what about you, Miles? Any final takes?
2: Hmm. I would have to say that I'm just going to piggyback off of every single one of you guys, what you guys have said. Lots um, of piggybacking. Yes, I, li- I like piggybacking. Um, pause. You know what I Yeah, if I piggyback, I don't have to be as creative. So thumbs up. <laughs> um, But he doesn't play in the biggest of market of teams, um, but it's also not the lowest either, like the Pacers. They're probably one of the lowest. But shot percentages, injuries, you have to take into consideration, especially with Miles Turner. Um, but Rudy Gobert, I definitely do not think he agrees that he uh, has earned as much media attention as Miles Turner should have over him, especially with the blocks and everything. So that would be my take that Miles Turner deserves Defensive Player of the Year easily. So.
0: That'll do it for us here at the He Hate Me podcast. We'll see you guys next week for another banger video. Not video, but podcast. Yes. Where we'll talk about even more people the media likes to violently bully.